Good evening, good evening, good evening, everyone. This is Arthur Pearly Martin. Dropped in just for a, a minute, for a second, for a moment. I had to ask the question. Yep, I gotta know. I need to know. I wanna know. <laughs> Thank you guys, first of all, for joining in on my podcast. Again, this is Arthur Pearly Martin, Biblical Principles for Daily Living. And my subject today is, do you know that being anxious causes us causes frustration? Being anxious causes us to become frustrated. And being anxious causes us to be frustrated. We're going to deal with those anxieties right after we pray. Father God, we just thank you for being in the midst of us, Lord God. You said where two or three are joined together, there you are right there in the midst of us, Lord God. And Father God, we thank you that your word will not return unto your void. It will not land on deaf ears and uh, it will land on good ground. Father, you said those who hunger and thirst at the righteousness shall be filled. Father God, and I thank you that as we join together to receive a word so that we can become doers of your word. Father God, that our hearts will be open. Our eyes will be open and our ears will be open in the name of Jesus, Father God. And uh, we just give you the glory, the honor and the praise, Father, for your word. You said if you continue my word, you are my disciples indeed. And that we will know the truth and that truth will set us free. I, I don't know about you, but Lord, I come here today to receive what you have to say. So we today we're going to get delivered and set free from that spirit of anxiety. I want to tap in quickly. Um, to Galatians 6 and 9, where the Bible tells us uh, to let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap what we sow, we do not faint. How many of you know that if you give up before the answer comes, you're not going to reap what you sow? If you give up, if you get tired, if you grow weary, if you become anxious, you're not going to receive the promise. Uh, We can't grow weary in doing good. We can't get tired of doing good. I always tell people, never feel bad for doing good and never get tired of doing good. Because in due season, we're going to reap the good that we sow. We don't just reap the bad things, but we reap the good things also. So where does anxiety come from? Well, anxiety comes uh, from cares, worries, and fears. That's where anxiety comes from. They're all the same thing. When we start being concerned, when you feel yourself beginning to be be concerned, right then, that's the time to start praying. You know, people say, well, I'm not really worried. I'm just concerned. Okay, well, right there, take that care because that concern is going to turn into a care. And and then that care is going to turn into a worry, which is all attached to fear, right? So the Lord tells us in what? In 1 Peter? He tells us to cast our cares upon him, right? He tells us to cast our cares upon him because he cares for us, right? Cast all our cares upon the Lord for he cares for us. So how do we cast our cares upon the Lord? We cast our cares upon the Lord through prayer, through prayer. That's how we cast our cares upon the Lord. So when we start to feel those cares coming upon us, those concerns, those worries, and those fears coming upon us, instantly, we got to cast those cares upon the Lord. Psalms 55 and 22 NLT says, give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. 
He would not permit the godly to slip and fall. God is not God has not set us up to fail. <laughs> God is not setting us up for failure. Psalms 55:22. Give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. And he will not cuz he will not permit the godly to slip and fall. Why? Because those who put their trust in the Lord, the word of God teaches us and tells us that when we put our trust in the Lord, he tells us he will not cause us to be ashamed. He said he's not going to cause us to be ashamed when we cast our cares upon him, when we give him our worries and our fears. What does the word says? It says, don't worry about anything, but instead pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard our heart and mind through Christ Jesus. King James Version say, cast up, don't be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, just let your request be made known unto God. And then the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will cover our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, right? Be anxious for nothing. We don't have to be anxious for anything. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything, through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And then the peace of God is Philippians 4 and 6. It says, be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. Right? And then the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will cover our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So this is how we cast our cares. When we feel those worries and we feel those uh, cares coming upon us, those concerns, get it at the early stage. Get it when it's a concern. And don't grow weary in doing good. Don't grow weary in well-doing because when we grow weary in well-doing and we faint, we're not going to receive the promise. You know what? Some of us have fainted. It's like our body is there but we're not there. Some of you are in marriages and you have fainted. You're no longer praying. And the reason you're not reaping the promise is because you have given up. Your body is there, but physically, mentally, emotionally, you're not. And so you're given, you're fainted. And so when we faint, you quit doing good because you said, oh, this isn't working. You know, I'm just going to go back to my old ways. But you know what? The whole purpose for serving God is never just so things can be better in our marriage or things can be better with my kids or I can get this and that. No, whatever we do in word or deed, we're supposed to do it as unto the Lord Jesus Christ. You you know, it's not about, okay, well, I'm going to serve God for this minute. And then if he saves my marriage or he saves this or he does this, then then I'm going to stick with him. No, 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 no. It's a relationship, relationship, relationship. Everything that we do for the Lord is unto the Lord because it's out of our love relationship for the Lord. Remember, I'm constantly reiterating. Jesus said, if you love me, then obey me, right? There's no condemnation because today is a new day. And today we get to do what God says. So where does these, we say those worries, those cares, all this stuff comes where does it come from? It comes when we start to feel frustrated. 
when we feel like things aren't working, when we begin to get frustrated, we become anxious, anxiety, we start to get anxious and it's all coming out of frustration. It's all working together there. The devil wants to pull us out of the rest of God, out of the peace of God, out of the place of God. And by looking at everything that's going on around us, no, it's not working. This is why the just has to live by faith and not by sight. We have to call those things which be not as though they were. Walking by faith, you're going to have to call things that's not as though they were. Isn't that what God did when he created the world? So here we got these anxieties, we got these frustrations, we got these fears, and it's all coming out of the cares of the world. The cares of the world, the deceitfulness of riches, all the the winds and the storms, they're coming um, to, to cause us to take our eyes and our focus off the Lord. But 1 Peter 5 and 5 says, um, give all your worries to the Lord because he cares about you. Stay alert. Watch out for your enemy, the devil, your adversary, the devil, because he's prowling around like a lion looking for someone to devour. He tells us, he says, you know what? 1 Peter 5 and um, 9 says, stand firm against him. Stand. We have to stand firm against the devil, um, against the devil. We got to stand firm and be strong in your faith. We have to set our face like a flint and we cannot be moved and we come, cannot come up off of the word. We have to hold fast to the confession of our faith. What does God's word say? When anxiety and fear comes, it's so important that we remember that God loves us because anxiety, cares, worries, and fears, it's all attached really to the spirit of fear. Remember that when we begin to fear, it's because we don't trust God. We're starting to doubt. I lose our faith and our trust in God's love for us, right? That's where fear comes from. Isn't that what we discussed earlier? Um, James 1 and 2 says, uh, Dear brothers and sisters, when trials of any kind come your way, we're not supposed to get frantic and fearful, but he says we're to count it as an opportunity for great joy. Why? It's testing time. Really, the purpose of tests and trials is to test our faith to see uh, what we really believe. (laughs) It says, for you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance. This is how patience is developed. Patience is not a thing that we can pray for. But when we become anxious, it's because we're not being patient. You can't be anxious and patient at the same time. So how do we develop patience? We cannot pray for patience. I'm telling you, patience is the thing that's going to anchor us. It's going to anchor our soul. Patience is going to cause us to be stable and movable and being able to hold fast to the confession of our faith. Without patience, our soul is not going to be anchored in the word. Our soul is not, we're not going to be anchored when the storms of life come. All the fruits of the spirit comes out of patience. Think about this. Because when you're not patient, you're not going to be loving. You're not going to be kind. You're not going to be long-suffering. You're not going to be gentle. You're not going to be meek. You're not going to be loved because impatient people are not lovely people. Impatient people are not kind people. And so James 1 and 2 is telling us why we got to let patience have its perfect work. He said, uh, when trouble of any kind comes your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. James 1 and 2 NLT. 
For you know that when your faith is tested or when your faith is tried, how many of you know that our faith is going to be tested? Anything that we've read, learned, heard, studied, or whatever, we're going to be tested on it. It, I mean, the devil's not going to just sit there and let us receive the word because, and then too, when we receive it, we have to be willing to do it, right? Because unless we do it, we're not going to receive the manifestation of the promise. He tells us to be here doers of the word and not hearers only, lest we deceive ourselves. And that's where deception comes. Because a lot of times we confuse knowing the word as having faith in the word. You can know the word and not have faith in the word. You can know the word and not believe the word. You can know the word and be still be deceived by the devil, just like he was. So it's important. He said, it's not the knower or the, it's not the hearer or the knower of the word that's blessed, but it's the doer. Because when we do what it says, that's when we experience the manifestation of the promise. That's when we experience the blessing. I'm not going to experience what the cake tastes like unless I do what the instructions say do. So it's the doer of the word that's blessed, the Bible says, and not the hearer only. I did a, a video uh, uh, yesterday about is your faith dead or alive? So if we're not doing what the word of God say do, then our faith is dead. And we're not going to receive the manifestation of the promise. Okay, so let's go back to James 1 and uh, James 1 and 3. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance or patience has a chance to grow. So this is a great opportunity. That when we're tested or trouble of any kind comes, we're to consider it a great joy. No, it don't feel good, but it is good. Because patience is working together some things for our good. It don't feel good, but it is good. Let's remember that. It don't feel good, but it is good. Because patience is working together some things for our good. Think about that. I know that when trials and tests come, we see it as something evil. But the Lord says we're to consider it joy. And when we're suffering, make sure too that when we're suffering, we're suffering for righteousness sake. We're suffering for doing the right thing and not the wrong thing, right? We're not, we don't want to suffer, the Bible says, because we were a meddler or a busybody being in someone else's business. But the Bible say also that when we're when we're being persecuted for righteousness sake, that we're, we're to rejoice. Because what that means is that truly the joy, the presence of the Lord, the glory of the Lord is resting upon us. So that's a great thing. So our faith must be tried. Our faith must be tested. So think it not strange when fiery trials come upon us as if something strange has happened upon us. Because our faith must be tried. Um, because it, the purpose of the test is to show you what you believe. It's to show us what we believe. It's to let us know if our faith is genuine. And this coronavirus has truly been a test of our faith. This coronavirus has really allowed us to see where our faith is at. Is If our faith is truly all the way in the Lord or is it in the world word or if it's in the world system. Okay, let's move on from here. So... You know that when your faith is tested, your endurance or patience has a chance to grow. So tribulations work at patience, and patience is going to produce, one translation say character. Uh, first, uh, James 1 and 4 says, so let it grow. Let what grow? Let patience grow. For when your, your patience or endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete 
needing nothing. And so when we allow our patience to grow, one translation says patience produce character, uh, tribulations produce uh, patience, and patience produce character. So, and, and character produce, uh, oh, produce character, yes. So we need to let patience have its perfect work. You can't pray for patience, okay? Patience is developed through trials and tribulations, through tests. When you're standing at that long line and that lady's taking a long time, that's a chance to let patience have its perfect work. Instead of finding a shorter line, just sit there in that line and let your flesh scream. Because that's all it is. Our flesh is just screaming because our flesh is like a spoiled child and it wants its way. It's okay. Let patience work. It's our, our flesh is like an immature child. It wants to kick and scream, but you're okay. The only thing that's suffering is our flesh. Let it die. Let it suffer. Okay? So, um, and so we can master it. Because isn't that what we're trying to train our children? You can't have your way. This is not good for you. This is, and they scream and kick and sometimes have temper tantrum. That's like our flesh. When it can't have its way. But that's okay because we want God to have his way. This is why the Apostle Paul said we must crucify our flesh daily. Why? Because every day we get up, our flesh gets up. And so we have to tell that flesh, this is what you will do. This is what you won't do. This is what you will say. This is what you won't say. So you know what? If we discipline our flesh the way we discipline our children, wow, we would be some disciplined people. (laughs) (laughs) So we need to let patience work so we can be mature, tired, complete, lacking, and wanting nothing. James, uh, in the New King James Version say, My brother, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produced patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. So that's um, being anxious and uh, frustration... We, we need to let patience work. When you feel yourself becoming anxious or you're feeling yourself becoming frustrated, we need to let, tell it, no, you're going to be still. We're going to let patience work. We don't have to be anxious for anything. What does the Bible tell us? He says not to be anxious for anything. Be anxious for nothing, but everything through everything, through prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. See, when, and then the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will cover our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So you can't be anxious and at peace at the same time. When anxiety and frustration sets in, you're not going to be able to experience the peace of God. So when, when we feel that spirit of fear, because that's really what it's coming out of, when we feel that spirit of fear that's coming on us that causes us to feel anxious and frustrated, what does he tell us to do? He tells us to stop be anxious for nothing. You don't have to be anxious for anything when we allow our patience to develop and work. Because we'll be mature, lacking and wanting nothing when we let patience work. Because when we let patience work, we can learn to be content in whatsoever state we're in. You see how the Word of God connects. That when we allow patience to have its perfect work, it's going to cause us to be mature and complete, lacking and wanting nothing. And so when we're not wanting anything, we're not feeling anxious for anything, we're not feeling frustrated because we're not getting what we want. Like James say, right? Where does all this fussing and fighting comes from? Does it not come from your own evil desires that war within you because you can't get what you want? 
so that's you know that anxiety and that frustration and it's all connected with the fear and 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 wanting wanting what we want but God is saying shh calm down let's take a minute you don't have to be anxious for anything I just pray about it through prayer supplication and with thanksgiving just tell me what it is just let your request be made known unto me through prayer and supplication remember to tell me thank you because it's already done and we need to act like it's already done like when we um when we cast our cares upon the lord and uh, we you know we uh pray and instead of being anxious then we can we're going to be able to experience the peace of god we don't have to be anxious because all that stuff is connected to fear anxiety frustration all this stuff is coming because we're lacking something. We're not letting patience have its work. And because we're not allowing patience to work, we are lacking. The devil, it feels like we're lacking something. And it's hard to be content when we're not patient. Because when we're not patient, again, it causes us to be anxious. But when we let patience have its perfect work, we won't be anxious because we will be mature, complete, perfect, lacking, wanting nothing. Then we can we can do that scripture that says uh, that I've learned to be content. Like the apostle, we can be content in whatsoever state that we're in. And being content doesn't mean you're settled. It just means I'm situated. I'm at peace. I'm on my way to where I'm going. But I don't have to be anxious for anything because I've cast my cares upon the Lord and I'm following the leading of the Lord. And and when we're patient, we can rest in the Lord. How many of you know that we cannot rest in the Lord because we need the peace of God to rest in the Lord. But in order to rest in the Lord, we have to have faith in what he says. The children of Israel were not able to enter into his rest because of unbelief. So all of this fear and anxiety and all this stuff come is really coming back. Like I always say, it's not when we start doubting God. When we start doubting God, when we start start uh, doubting God, when we start doubting God's love for us, this is when anxiety, frustration, fear, discontentment, and all this stuff starts to come in. Why? Because perfect love casts out fear. First John 4 and 18, I'm getting ready to end it here. First John 4 and 18 says, there is no fear in love right? So when we're feeling anxious, when we're feeling frustrated, all this stuff is connected to fear. And this fear is telling us, it's trying to make us doubt God's love for us. Faith working by love, right? It's causing us to doubt God's love for us. So we done jumped up and jumped out and it looks like it's not going to happen. And really what we've done, we've got tired of waiting. And so we got tired of waiting. We got tired of waiting for the prayer to manifest. We got tired of it. Like things ain't changing. Like my kids ain't saved. My marriage ain't right. My husband ain't right. My kids ain't. So we've grown weary because now we're looking at the winds. We're looking at the waves. And so that's all causing us to be distracted. And it's causing us to feel anxious. And it's causing us to feel frustrated. And it's causing us to feel overwhelmed. And it's all because we did not cast our cares 
upon the Lord through prayer. We cast our cares upon the Lord through prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving. That's how we let our requests be made known unto the Lord. And when we do all of that, when we cast our cares through prayer, supplication, and with thanksgiving, then we can experience the peace of God that passes all understanding. So if we're not having peace, that's because we haven't cast that care. Because without peace, there's always a worry or a fear. Worry and fears and cares, that's what steals our peace. So when we're having, when we're not having peace, then what we need to do is cast the care through prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving, by letting our requests be made known unto God. See how the word interprets itself? And once again, I'm going to end it here. We're going to go back to the main thing of where all this is coming from. The anxiety, the fear, the frustration is all coming out of our because we do not have faith in God's love. When we feel fear comes, just know that we're doubting God's love for us. We're called to fight the good fight of faith. The fight of faith is holding on to what God's words say. The devil is a fight because the devil is coming to steal the word. That's It's a good fight because the fight is already fixed. And when we're holding on to God's word, we're going to see the manifestation of the promise. The devil comes to steal the word. If he can steal the word, he can kill our faith. If he can kill our faith, he can destroy the vision. The thief cometh not but to steal, kill, and destroy. John 10, 10. Jesus said, I'm the good shepherd. And I, and I come that you have life and life more abundantly. But the thief who is the, the devil, he comes to steal, he comes not, but this is his mode of operation to steal, kill, and destroy. If the devil can steal the word, if he can steal the word, he can steal our peace, he can steal our faith, he can steal our joy, he can steal everything because everything is, is attached to the word. So when you're, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling frustrated, you definitely feel in fear because in light and fear goes together. And it all goes back. Cast those cares upon the Lord. Remember and know that God loves you. Have faith in God's love for you. Have faith that if you don't believe that God loves you, his word is not going to work for us. Because when you don't believe that a person loves you, you're not going to believe anything they say. You're not going to trust anything they say. So it all goes back to having faith in God's love for us. We have to trust his love for us. Fear comes when we doubt God's love for us. 1 John 4 and 18 tells us there is no fear in love. I'm going to sit right here for a second. I want you to hear what I just, what the Bible just said from 1 John 4, 18. It says, there is no fear in love. So when we're starting anxiety, anxious, frustration, fear, worry, doubt, all those things is attached to the spirit of fear. All those demons, they're attached to the spirit of fear. Fear is a spirit. We need to call it what it is so we can deal with it appropriately. Fear is a demonic spirit. Timothy says, God did not give it to us. But God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. The Bible calls fear a spirit. 2 Timothy 5 and 4. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Fear is a spirit, you guys. We have to deal with it. We have to cast it out. Let's quit calling it ours, my anxiety. Every time you say that, 
you give place to the devil in your life. And that spirit of fear has a right to be there. Because how can two walk together, Amos 3 and 3, except they both agree. So when we walk in agreement with something that's contrary to what God's word says, it has a legal right to be there. If you call in fear, anxiety yours, you're claiming it. You're, you're possessing it because we're confessing it. God has not given it to us. We need to rebuke it. We need to bind it. And we need to cast it out because it's a spirit and tell it to go. For my God loves me. There is no fear in love. So when we're feeling fearful, it's because we have a lack of confidence in God's love. It says, but perfect love drives out fear. There's that word perfect again, mature, complete. Remember, he says that when we cast our cares upon the Lord uh, through prayer, supplication, with thanksgiving. And when we do all that, then the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will cover our hearts and minds. He says, let patience have its perfect work. Because when we let patience work, we'll be mature, complete, lacking, you know, wanting nothing. We have to be patient. Patience is a fruit of the spirit or long suffering. It's a fruit of the spirit. We have we, we cannot grow weary in doing good. Some of you have gotten tired. You've been standing on a promise and it just looks like nothing is happening. But God didn't call us to go by what we can see. We're not supposed to go by what we can see. Hebrews 11, 1, I believe it is, the just shall live by faith and not by sight. NLT says we're supposed to live by what we believe, not by what we see. If the devil, every time he pulls off us off into the, the carnal or the natural, into the natural arena, he's going to win every time because that's his battlefield. That's why the Lord says we have to walk by faith. The just shall live by faith and not by sight. Why? Because we have to believe in a God that we cannot see. The spirit world is just as real as the natural world. Right? So we have to cast our cares upon the Lord. When we feel that anxiety coming on, instantly identify it as being the spirit of fear. Let's quit calling it my anxiety. And let's deal with that demon today and cast it out and call it what it is. It's the spirit of fear. God told me to be anxious for nothing. When that spirit of fear comes on, you begin to say, my God told me to be anxious for nothing. This is spiritual warfare. Remember, the word of God is our weapon. Isn't that how Jesus dealt with the devil in the garden? Whenever the devil came with the word, he said, it is written. Tell that devil, it is written. My God said for me to be anxious for nothing. And I resist you because you are fear. You are a spirit and God did not give it to me. Therefore, I do not receive it. But God has given me power. Love. You see how we're using the word? The word of God is our weapon. This is why we have to know the word. Because when we don't know the word, we're in a war with no weapon. And this is why, you know, we see so many believer Christians that our lifestyle is just upside down because we just don't know how to use the word. Remember, God said, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. We have got to know how to use the word. Uh, we have to know how to use the word uh, strategically. God is a God of strategy. Every word does not fit every circumstance. So what I tell people, the way you study the Bible is find the promise that's pertaining to your problem, because the word of God does have a problem for every, a promise for every problem. And that's your, you t- that's your weapon for that war. You, you don't fight every war 
the same way, but we use the same weapon, which is the word of God. Okay? So it says, 1 John 4.18, when, when fear comes, it's because we're doubting God's love because there is no fear in love. Okay? But perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fear is not made perfect in love. He's not fully convinced. He's not mature. He's not fully developed uh, in God's love for him. He's not fully convinced of God's love for him. But when we allow patience to have its perfect work, it's going, tribulation is going to produce the patience and the patience is going to produce the character. Causing us to be mature, complete, entire, lacking and wanting nothing. I'm getting ready to end it here. Um, you guys go back and take notes. That's why he says, so let it grow. Let your patience grow. James 1 and 2. For when your endurance or your patience is fully developed, you will be perfect. Complete, needing one. So this is how we grow. This is how our patience is uh, developed, right? Through tribulations. So just rejoice. And and um, no, ha- hold on to your faith. Hold fast to the confession of your faith. Find out what God's word is saying. And so we can't count it all joy when we go through trials and tribulations. And we won't become fearful. And we won't faint. Don't faint in doing uh, what God has asked you to do. Because God gives us, he he gives grace to those that are humble. And every time we submit ourselves to the word of God, we submit ourselves to God. So the Bible say, therefore, submit yourself under the mighty hand of God. Then you can resist the devil and he'll flee. A lot of times the devil, he don't have to leave our life. We can't walk with the devil and resist the devil. We can't have it both ways. We're going to have to make up in our heart and our mind, Lord. Uh, not my will, but your will. The Bible says a soft answer turns away wrath, ladies. So what, 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 is it, what is that? So when a wrath of anger comes, arguing or whatever, do that soft answer. And it, See, because the word of God can't return void. We have to follow his directions. God is strategic. He really has a problem, promise for every problem. Um, we're going to have to be intentional. We're going to have to be intentional in our warfare because the devil is intentional in his warfare. So I'm getting ready to end it here. Remember, perfect love casts out fear. So when we're feeling afraid, that's because we're doubting God's love for us. But when that spirit of fear comes, you tell it to back up because don't sit there and embrace it. Oh, my anxiety. No, don't, don't sit there. Don't sit there and embrace it because fear has to do with punishment. When we're feeling fearful, it's because we're thinking that something bad is going to happen. This is why I say keep looking for the good in your day. And I'm getting ready to end it here. Keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. Um, Give your burdens to the Lord and he will take care of you. Psalms 55, 22. Uh, He will not permit the righteous, the godly to slip and fall. Know that God did not set set us up for failure. And that when we put our trust in him, his promise to us is that he will not cause us to be ashamed. Remember, when we're saying what God is saying, that's his word and that's his reputation on the line. And he cannot lie. So he has to watch over his word to perform it. And know this and understand this, that when we're doing things God's way and we're submitted to his will, that God is for us. And because God is for us, who or what, devil, in hell can stand against us. Nothing or no one. I'm telling you, 
I'm telling you what I've lived. I'm telling you that the word of God works. Sit there, set your face like a flint, no matter what's going on around you. Continue to say what God say. When anxiety and fear comes and it looks like it's not going to happen, you tell that devil he's a liar because God's word cannot return void. You tell the devil that he's a liar. He is the father of lies. God cannot tell a lie. And when we put our trust in him, he has promised to do what he say. He watches over his own word to perform it and his word will not return unto him void. I'm going to end it here. You guys be encouraged. Continue to fight the good fight of faith. Get back on the gate. Guard the gate. Start back praying. Start back confessing the word. Don't grow weary in doing good and don't feel bad about doing good. Um, Everything that we do, remember, it's not so this one can be saved or that one can be saved or marriage can be, none of that. Whatever we do in word or deed, we're to do it as unto the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, relationship, relationship, relationship. Our motive must be love and our motive must be God. Because when we walk in love, God abides in us and we abide in God. And that's how we know that he's in us and we're in him by the love that we have. Okay, so I'm going to end it here. You guys be blessed. Be so encouraged. Keep looking for the good in your day so you can see God's goodness all throughout your day. Father, we thank you that because this word has landed on good ground, that it will manifest a good harvest. Therefore, Father, we have faith and confidence in your love for us. And because of this, Father, we believe that nothing, absolutely nothing will be impossible for us, for those that believe, just like your word says, because our faith is in what in you and, and our faith is in what you say because you and your word is one. And therefore, we will not be fearful. We forget, we repent for not trusting you, Lord, because when we don't trust you, then we become fearful, anxious, and impatient. We will wait on for the promise to manifest. We will wait on you, Lord. We will serve you. We will continue doing what you say do. We will wait for the promise to manifest because he who promised is faithful. And I'm going to end it here, guys. Uh, share it. It has blessed you in any way. I'm on my podcast also, so if you'd like to hear it again, excuse me, subscribe to my um, podcast on anchor.fm. Pearly Martin. Also, on uh, if you can't get in there, go to Spotify. Um, and on Spotify, just do Arthur Pearly Martin and hit follow or subscribe. There for every time I do a, a, a podcast, which I try to do every day. Um, because this is really my Bible study time. Thank you guys for joining in uh, with me and the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit on our Bible study time. Um, we have to spend time with the Lord every day, the same way we do with our children, our spouses, and everything else. Because remember this, that when we say we don't have time for the Word, what we're saying is we don't have time for God. Father, we repent. Forgive us for not taking time, for not making time for you the way you take time and you make time for us. For you are the very one that gives us our breath to breathe. And it's because of you that we live, move, and have our being. And Father, we just say that we're sorry. We repent and we receive your forgiveness. Um, The good news is today is another day that we get to do what God's word says. So get back up, get up off of there. Um, Get your hope back, get your faith back. Because when we're hopeless, it's because we're faithless. It's because we're fainted. Continue to stand on the word of God. God has not changed. His word is the same. Let's keep our focus on the Lord. Keep our focus on the word so we won't be distracted by those things that we can see with our natural eye. Know that God is faithful and his word will not return void. 
again i'm getting ready to end it here um you guys be blessed be encouraged follow me on spotify um instagram uh wordpress just uh google search my name uh, on wordpress um and google podcast if some of you guys are having trouble getting in there go to google podcast all you do is just put pearly martin arthur pearly martin it's gonna open it's gonna have all my episodes and all you, you don't have to log in you don't have to do anything you just hit on the link and it's gonna take you straight to my page that's the easiest way to get on there um but I would like for you guys, if you can, to try to go to anchor.fm and then subscribe there. If you guys would like to support our podcast or even our, our street outreach, We Care. Um, our website is wecare1966.us. Um, we're going to be, We Care is going to be hitting the streets this season. And uh, I'll keep you guys posted. And again, I'm going to end it here. Um, this is Pearlie Martin. Please press share so someone else can be encouraged and continue to fight the good, good fight of faith because that's just what we're in because it's a fixed fight and the devil is defeated because Jesus, he still is our Lord. And I'm ending it here till tomorrow.